0: The Lord. May the Lord find us faithful in whatever he's called us to do. In Matthew chapter 28, just want to read a couple, the last two verses of scripture, and then go to the text tonight in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. But I was thinking about this verse here, uh the very beginning of the service tonight, and again watching the presentation for the 40th time. (laughs) Uh, We've been to uh, at least 45, uh, coming close to 50 churches, this furlough to report back on the work in Bulgaria. And what a a great consolation it is uh, to be able to stand before you tonight. And uh, when we began to travel back in 2010, and was telling of the the burden to go to bulgaria and the desire to go to bulgaria the uh, the hope to go to bulgaria and win somebody to jesus christ and now having some time gone by and having labored for a few years really eight years is really just getting started in the country we know the language now uh, the lord has allowed us to obtain permanent residence uh, some people have gotten saved and baptized our own kids God have, is working in their lives to draw him unto himself. Uh, but what a great consolation that uh, after you 've been faithful for a little time and that 's not to say that we couldn 't have been even more faithful in certain areas of our life, and yet to watch God work in your lives and to do do that which only he can do that which has eternal dividends just like the pastor said tonight anything that the world offers no matter how good it is or how or it is it's just for now <laughs> it's only for this life and yet for the gospel's sake and even when you gather together this saturday and go door knocking and trying to reach people for jesus christ it's not just for now it's forever it's for eternity and what a great privilege it is and has been for me to serve Jesus Christ since 1996. Since I was 19 years old is when I gave my life to the Lord. But what a great privilege it is to, to serve him and to see him working in my life and in my wife's life and in our family's life and working in our kids' life and even using us to reach a foreign people, to reach a people that uh, whose language we Did not know, but now we know it. What a great, great privilege it is to fulfill God's will for your life. It it may be, you may not uh, do all that you ever aspire to do. You know, I read, or my wife was reading a book here to our daughters just yesterday. And it talked about, it mentioned some things about doing great things for God. You know, it's not so much about doing great things for God, but that the fact that you serve a great God, that God is great and God will do things through you. (laughs) And what a privilege it is. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And we've had the privilege to do some of that. 12 people so far, 12 people. And there's more that, uh, that wanted to be baptized before we even left. We just didn't have time uh, to baptize them. But what a privilege it is and what a privilege it's been uh, to be a part or to have some part in their lives. And has already been said, you know, if it weren't for you, if it weren't for people like you, we wouldn't be there either. Just because you can't go doesn't mean you're not a partaker of what we're doing. No, you are a partaker. You may be a partaker in a small way in our lives, but nevertheless, needless to say, you're still partaker in what we're doing. And you're a partaker in what all these missionaries are doing because you're supporting them. You're praying for them. You're uplifting them. You, you have part in their, in their labors. You have part in their fruit even. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Jesus said, I am with you always. Even unto the end of the world. Seems like we're coming to the end of the world. As we know it. You know, some brethren, since we've been traveling, we've been to over 40 churches, over 45 churches now. Some brethren know the day that the rapture is going to take place. Or so they think. So they think. Uh, John chapter 1, or Joshua chapter 1. I mean, they are persuaded and they are convinced by their studies. I am not so convinced that they know when the Lord's coming back for the church. Some have told me, 2023, Brother Danny, the Lord is coming back. Well, if that happens, so be it. But if it doesn't, that's okay. God has said he will return. The Lord has said in his word, in his unchangeable word, that he will return. And whether he returns in 2023 or 2024 or 2033, he will return. And that's all that matters to us, that he will return. The book of Joshua and in chapter 1, this well-known, well-known verse of Scripture, it's the uh, only time, I looked it up on my Bible app, Takarta, right? Isn't it Takarta? On my Bible app, and there's only one time that this word is mentioned in the entire Bible. This word, Uzbek, Uzbek, in the Bulgarian language. Now we're going to read it in the English language. This book, verse 8, of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. All that is written therein. Not preferring one thing above the other children. Not preferring one thing another above the other brothers, sisters but, but you might observe to do all that is written therein just like we read there in Matthew chapter 28. The word of God does not Uh, contradict itself. Oh, no, no, no. It just fits together like a perfect puzzle does. From Genesis to Revelation, thank God that that's the kind of God that we serve. That he's used uh, fallible and sinful men to pin down his word for the sake of men, for the sake of our, our good. But he says here, day and night that thou mayest meditate, meditate there and night, day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then shalt thou have good success. Good success. The world would measure success primarily on the terms of wealth and health. And not that those things are not important to us. Not that those things are not important to us, that we are healthy. If you're not healthy, if you you can't walk, if you're so ill that you can't walk, how will you ever go and, and pass out one of those Bible tracts and visit and knock on a door in your neighborhood if you're so ill that you can't walk? And health is important to us. Wealth is even important to us to a degree. Money answereth all things. We need money. We need money to, to print gospel tracts and to print Bibles and, 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 and to do the, all the things that we do, to live. To pay the electric bill, it's easier to sit in this room tonight with the electricity on than it would be to have candles. It would be a lot cheaper to have candles. But we need money to do all things. those things. But, but God measures our success on, on uh, totally different standards than the world measures success on. But this word is, is the only time that it's ever mentioned in the Bible. It's the only time that it's mentioned that this word, success... Is mentioned. Verse 9, have not I commanded thee be strong and of good courage? Whatever God tells us to do, we can take courage that He'll be with us, that He'll supply our needs. When I was in Bulgaria for the first time, my family stayed in America. And in uh, June, it was, I went to Bulgaria for the first time just, for, just to have a look see, as my father in law would say, to, just to see what was there. Just to test the waters and see how God would, uh, what God would do. And how God would confirm, if He would confirm, as far as us going to Bulgaria. And as I was there, I started reading this book called I Must Tell. It's a small little book, just a small little book called I Must Tell by James Stewart. He was a man from Glasgow, Scotland. Glasgow, Scotland. And as I was reading that book, I got to a certain point in the book, and, and put it down, and started getting some figures of expenses, of how much it would cost to live in Bulgaria, startup costs, and so forth and so on, all the money that it would cost to raise, to, to take our family, for us to go uh, to Bulgaria and be there as missionaries, and it was, to be honest with you, it was a lot of money in my eyes, and I thought to myself, I'd I've worked a job ever since I was 16 years old and made my own money. And to me, that seemed a, a very difficult task to raise such money, to accompli- accomplish such, uh, such a thing, uh, to quit my job, and to go around talking to churches and trying to convince churches that didn't even know me to support me, to support us, to send us to a place that we'd never been before. And it was overwhelming to tell you the truth. And when I sat down and opened the book back up, I just opened it where I left off. I re- it, it meant so much to me. This little thing that God did for me, brothers and sisters, while I was in Bulgaria, to confirm to me that I needed to trust him, that I needed to take courage. What is it? Said? I have not, I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. I was dismayed. I was afraid to leave my job and start traveling all over America with my wife and four kids that were all little at that, same, at that time and to step out. And trust God to supply a need that, I, that, that seemed to me to be such a great need, brother. But God says, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. I opened the book, it was page 65. I wrote it down because it was such, God made it. It's such a small little thing, but so special to me. I, my eyes immediately fell upon these words, page 65 of the book. I, and I had forgotten that I had read these, these words. I totally forgot that I read these words. When I opened the book, my eyes immediately fell upon these words. We need not fear the consequences when we step out and obey him. He will meet every need. I have it here in my Bible. If you want to read it afterwards, you can. This is no exaggeration. I called my wife a couple days later, or she called me, and she said, so Danny, what do you think? Are we going to Bulgaria? Has God showed you anything? And I said, well, I mean, there's nothing really happened that's so grandeur, nobody's gotten saved, nobody's, you know, begging us to come over here or anything like this, but something did happen the other day, honey, and I told her about that. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And I want to tell you, God has taken care of us through the church, through brothers and sisters, in Jesus Christ, more than I ever thought he could, (laughs) has supplied our needs and has allowed us to live in Bulgaria for eight years now to learn the language. We can speak Bulgarian we can write Bulgarian we can reach the Bulgarian people with the gospel God is helping us to reach the Bulgarian people with the gospel 12 people have been baptized already and God is able to add more to that this book of the law verse 8 look here this book of the law there's one book to which we need to give much attention meditation yea obedience it's not enough, brethren. You know it. We know it. We all know it. it's not enough just to read the Bible and know what it says, if we don't obey it. The Word, the Word. Here it is, the Word of God for us. It's the English, we're the English-speaking people. We're English-speaking people. God preserved His Word just like He said He was, like He said He would, and gave it to us. This is King James Version right here, Authorized King James Version. Printed, first printed in 1611. This is it. We need not search for another one. Here it is. It's perfect. It's without error. The, o- the only thing that needs to be done, it doesn't need to be re- uh, re- rewritten. It just needs to be reread Amen. And heated. Heated. that's what it needs. The Word. The Word became flesh. Our Lord Jesus Christ in John chapter 1. Jesus said in John chapter ten, "Turn me if you wish." John chapter ten, the word he mentioned this book, this book of the law, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. John chapter ten. I know that you know once you for, once you read your Bible a few times through, once you familiarized yourself, John chapter ten, a few things, and you familiarized yourself as. Uh, in a general sense with God's word you, you may not want to read the same stories again and yet there's always something that God can bring out and let you see in a different fashion he can always bring something else to your attention that you didn't understand or you didn't realize the time before John chapter 10 we ought to read it Jesus said man shall not live by bread alone But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, doth man live. John chapter 10 and verse 16. Our Lord said these words, and other sheep I have which are not of of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Verse 27. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them. And watch this. They hear my voice, but they hear my voice to obey my voice. And they follow me. (laughs) We don't just hear his voice. There may be a lot of Christians, there may be some Christians tonight that has heard his voice, but they haven't heard his voice with the intentions to follow him, to follow him. And they follow me. He said, John chapter 15, ye are my friends, the Lord said, If you do, if you do whatsoever, I command you. If you do whatsoever, I command you. It's a personal relationship that we have with our Lord. Nobody's at this church is going to be, you know, calling you to check on you and see if you're doing what you ought to be doing. Did you read your Bible today, brother? The pastor's not likely to call you. I, I'm sure he, maybe he does, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he should, no, I'm just No, but, you know, it's a personal relationship that you have, that I have with our Lord. It's a personal walk that we have, a personal communication that we have with our Lord. We ought to take advantage of it. We should take advantage of it. James chapter 2, in verse 23, and the scripture was fulfilled, which saith Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God the friend of God that's james two twenty three right in james four four I wanted to read a couple verses here in james james four four talks about the not the friends of the not the friends of God, but rather, in contrast, in sharp contrast, the enemies of God. Whosoever there will be friend of the world is the enemy of God. This book of the law, the God's word, we need to be in it every day. We really and truthfully do. Back to Joshua, back to Joshua. This book of the law, there it is, God's word. The Old, the New Testament, the Proverbs, the Psalms. The minor, prayer, the minor prophets, the major prophets, all those books, the New Testament, the Gospels, the letters of Paul, those other epistles that was written in Revelation, there's so much to learn, so much that we can learn from God every day. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate day, therein day and night, day and night, not depart out of thy mouth, I thought about how the, the, as it says in Proverbs 23, verse 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. You know, it's talking, uh, the, the thought there is, is not in a, in a positive note, and yet for us, as we think upon God's word, as we read his word, as we meditate upon his word, that, that's the kind of, we become the people that God wants us to be as well, though. As we think, so are we. Hebrews chapter 4, it talks about how, how the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword. Even piercing, even uh, dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. The, the word of God can and will change us for the good and glory of God, is simply what I want to say tonight. And then it says here so, keeping. Keeping that law before our eyes. Keeping God's law before our eyes, brothers and sisters. Keeping that word in our mouth. Being willing to speak that word. Thanking upon it day and night with this purpose in mind. James chapter 1. James chapter, my, James chapter 1. We were already there. <clears throat> God is interested in us obeying him, doing that which we know is right and good, going where he would have us go, reaching out, trying to reach our neighbors, our coworkers, our friends, our family, whomever will listen to us. James chapter 1, in verse 22, But, ye, but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. His natural face in a glass. Verse four, chapter, four, chapter 4, verse 17. Therefore to him that do, knoweth to do good, chapter 4, verse 17. Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. God desires for us to do. God desires for us to be the living sacrifices of his honor and glory. Then, if we'll do that, then comes the true success. For he says here, that thou mayest observe to do, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, for then shalt thou make For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have, not just success, church, but then we'll have good success. Good success. Two verses more. Two verses more tonight for me. In Jude, read this just the other day, reading through my New Testament again. In Jude chapter 3. Jude chapter three. Are there three chapters in Jude? Jude chapter one. There's only one chapter, only one chapter in Jude. So here, these two verses really, uh, <clears throat> really popped out to me. Stood out to me. Now unto him, verse twenty four. Now unto him that is able. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Who likes to fall? Falling usually, usually results in hurting something, sometimes worse than others, depending on the fall, depending on how, you, how far you fall, how high up you are when you fall, what you fall upon has a lot to do with, with your injuries. But he says here, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, and majesty, dominion and power both now and ever. Amen. Unto him, brethren, sisters, church, unto him, he is able to keep us from falling. If we abide in him. He says that we will bear fruit, and that's how our Heavenly Father is glorified, that we bear fruit. He's able to keep us from falling. He's able to keep us pure, so that when the day comes, when the Lord does return, we can stand before him faultless as his children, blameless, unashamedly stand before our God and stand before him with joy. All glory to the name of God. Amen, amen. We thank you for allowing us these nine years, I guess, I think it's been nine years, to be an extension and part of this local church. God bless you all for what you have done and what you are doing for us.